So right now, how I'm feeling is, because I really want the title of this episode, um, having beef with a five-year-old. <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted it to be, because that's how I feel right now. Like, I'm like I'm going to be completely transparent. Like, right now, I'm struggling to like her. Mm. That's, like, I love her, but I'm struggling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 7th of June podcast. I'm Sequoia. And I'm Rodney. And we're here to talk about life, marriage, parenting, and everything in between. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Um, So, we apologize. You don't have to apologize. Well, I'm going to apologize to our our 10 subscribers. Okay. Um, Well, I don't even know if they all listen. So we apologize to our current subscribers. I know we promised to put out a podcast the 7th, 17th, and 27th. And we've been slacking. Um, well, two weeks ago, we were on vacation. And we've been kind of busy because we have another addition to the family. We brought yeah. in another foster child. Um and it has been a journey. Yeah. Um, we've had her for a month and a half now. Six weeks. And like Sequoia has said, it feels longer than <laughs> feels longer than a month and a half. Like six months. Um, we were going to put out an episode of us explaining our foster care journey, um, but we're going to have to put a hold on that. So right now, we just want to share our hearts right now. Just share with us on our minds and the things that we've been going through these past six weeks. Um, I would like to say we can't share our kids' names um, on the podcast because they are foster kids. So we have come up with names to call them. I chose Keziah because I really like that name. That's Job's daughter's name um, the in the Bible. Or the first one? The second family. Mm. When God restored everything mm. and gave him another family. Um, and we're going to call it Miles because he recently got into um, what is it called? Spider-Man? Spider-Man into <laughs> the something. <laughs> and um, he wants to be Miles Morales Right, so, so Kaziah and Miles. Yeah, so Kaziah and Miles. So here we go. Do you want to explain like how what? how she came to be? Yeah. Okay. This. Yeah. So, uh, I would say what about three, two months ago, three months ago. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like when they first contacted us about Kaziah. Um, good use of that. Um, this is six weeks, so I would say, um, two months ago. Two. So months. two two weeks before she moved in. That's when they first told us. You yeah. said you said three months. That's way too far. Yeah, it is too far. Um, and you're right because it's been. Too- oh, you know when it was the appreciation dinner. That's wow. when we first. That's when they that was in first May. told us that was in May. So that's two so months. Maybe ago. you're right. Uh, is it? that two months? Ago? Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. That's it's two, two months, months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. So we were first presented with our foster daughter two months ago, and um. I would say when were, you okay. Let me clarify. Present it because that sounds like she's. At the front door. <laughs> um. So even before that, we have something called um. There are these semi-annual um, kind of home visits where they come around and check and make sure you're you know not mm-hmm. you know harboring a firearm or mm-hmm. make sure your smoke detectors work things like that but they also check in with you to see how things are going with your foster child mm-hmm. and where you are if you are ready to take in mm-hmm. another and in that visit we shared that we were open and ready to take in another foster child so we told them the age group that we primarily primarily look for and we told them that we wanted a girl because uh, Rodney wanted to have a girl. Um, so that's when we first kind of put the put the notice out that we were open to having another child in the home. Miles um, had come a long way mm-hmm. and had gotten mm-hmm. to a really good 
stable place. Um, We've had Miles for two years now. We have Miles for two and a half years. Two and a half years, yeah. January to July. Yeah, two and a half years. years. Um, And it's been great. He's been wonderful enjoyable he you know we can trust him like we mm. we kind of trusted that he would be um would um you know we can trust him to be by himself like be mm-hmm. with like um a friend or be with family members or mm-hmm. you know we just kind of felt like he's grown so much and um we wanted to we thought it was a good time to mm-hmm. for him and for us um to take in another mm-hmm. uh, foster which we expected to do anyway mm-hmm. with um with you wanted a girl um and he also <laughs> made told us several times like that he wanted us to have another kid here essentially um and so we thought it was a good time to do that. Mm-hmm. Can I briefly explain? Yeah. Why um, I was I wanted a girl. Sure. Let's um, keep going. Yeah. So before we even pursued foster care in our initial conversations about having kids of our own or pursuing foster care. I've always desired mm-hmm. a little girl mm-hmm. and part of it had to do with insecurity of, of being a man mm-hmm. and it may not, it might not make sense, but I just felt like or believed that I can lead and love a little girl better than I could lead or love a, a, a young man because of my own insecurities or my self doubts of just, um, dealing with my own struggles of being a man. And I know that's, that was just um, lies that I was speaking to myself and just things that I was holding on to mentally that I needed to let go of. Um, so, yeah. Did before, you ever unpack that? Huh? Did you ever unpack that? Um, I would say, I don't know if I fully unpacked it, but... Now I finally believe that my manhood is 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 through God. You know, it's through Jesus. So if I'm submitting to God the way that I'm supposed to be submitting to God, then I can lead a young man well, or mm-hmm. even lead a young lady well. Mm-hmm. Um, so my manhood isn't based on what the world thinks is a man. Yeah. My manhood is based on what God believes about me and how I need to pursue him and submit to him and be the man that he has called me to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for sharing more about that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we went back and then we went back again and then further back. So going back, coming back to the present, mm-hmm. our agency reached out to us about Kaziah um and kind of explained a little bit of her situation and and asked if we were interested they how it usually works is they give you kind of the big things first and say like if this is something you can deal with then we can talk more about the child Mm -hmm. um and we had that conversation which was the longer conversation with every you know the team that was um, from our agency, so not like everybody, like the GAL, which is her attorney or anything. Um, but we had a, 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 um, conversation about like what her needs were, what her past has been like, how many times she's been moved, um, and, uh, things like that. We, at the time we heard of some alarming things, but yeah. nothing that made us say, we, we can't handle it or we, yeah. we didn't want to have her here. Yeah, I was going to say from what they gave us, we weren't prepared for what we're going through right now. <laughs> um, I mean, we knew kind of what we were getting ourselves into because there was some things that occurred. I mean, we can't go into detail about, you know, what happened um, in her past, but yeah. There were some things that happened that was kind of like, okay, like, 
we definitely gonna have to put in some work with yeah. this one, but mm-hmm. we still want prepared for what we're currently going through. But with, are you ever? No, no, you never. Is even, anyone no, ever birth no. children or foster children? Yeah, I can't wait to get our foster friends in here. Everybody's gonna get the question. Were you prepared? Yeah. I'm gonna ask everybody the question. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so we had that conversation. Uh, we came late away with, you know, conversations of our own, but we decided to mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah. We um, were hopeful that there would be a soft rollout in a way that that wouldn't be an abrupt change for her. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so a little bit more. She's five-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She had been moved twice in the last eight months mm. before she had come to us. Mm. Um, and, or three times, eight months. So about like three, three times. Including us, three it would times. be three times. Three times. So yeah. the third was to us. Yes. Um, and so we were... Um, hoping to make it like a smoother transition um and you know hoping to talk to our previous caregiver mm-hmm. like different things that would kind of hopefully prepare us for mm-hmm. uh, moving her in and prepare her for the move so we did like an overnight mm-hmm. we would go to the agency office mm-hmm. um to meet with her we all met with her the first time it was great she just played with miles mm-hmm. um and she seems so innocent <laughs> <laughs> just looking back on that day i'm yeah. like oh, they, hang, they hung out they hung tight it was great and it seemed and we like kind of observed but it seemed like it was a natural connection yeah like she yeah, they didn't say very us. much to each other. Yeah, they before. started playing right away. She was interact. She well, she didn't interact with us as much, um, but her and Miles was playing with each other right away. Um, mm-hmm. And even when she spent the day with us, it mm-hmm. was um, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Like she. It was, yeah, it just, it was a natural flow, mm-hmm. um, I would say. And even that day, what well, was the day we tried to go watch the movies? I don't, she, I don't know if it was just out of excitement, but we were at the theater and she would not stop talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She just kept talking throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're, once we decided to leave the movie after being in there for what, 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. it's probably shorter than that. Um, as we were walking out, she was saying, um, well, she told me um, that she believes that it would be good to stay with us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, who is this little girl? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. To say that at the age of five, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, like that's that was impressive. Mm-hmm. She's like we were kind of scoping her, but she was scoping us. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was like, I'm decide- I'm making a decision myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the progression went, um, we met, we met her at, um, the office. Then we, like, I went by myself cause my husband had to work and I took her and Miles to McDonald's and we just mm-hmm. got something to eat and it was just a quick little lunch thing. And then we spent the day together, mm-hmm. all four of us. Um, and then she did an overnight. Mm-hmm. And that's when it got interesting. I don't remember. Maybe so much has happened that I don't quite remember. Okay. I thought the overnight was fine. So she did the overnight. And the week of the overnight, there was an unexpected guest at at the residence that she was staying at. Which made it not okay for her to stay at that residence oh, okay. anymore. Okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. And that week, we were, we had already made a commitment to provide a respite, which is a 
is it's uh, basically taking care of somebody's foster, foster child. child who's who are you know they're friends of ours it wasn't like a stranger yes. but um so take care of their son while they were out of the country for a few or out of the well, state let's for explain a few that days. a little more that's because what you said was kind of confusing so that same weekend we had uh we already had planned to watch our friend's mm-hmm. foster son mm-hmm. um so yeah, it. but it sounded choppy or un- yeah, okay. yeah. unclear okay, yeah sure. um so that was planned way in advance um before i would say before her overnight before her overnight before we knew about her yeah yeah okay now it's, it's all coming back there we go <laughs> it's there we go it's all coming back and so that weekend we had three mm-hmm. foster kids well you didn't well you didn't you skipped some parts well, what's the, what's the, so the unexpected guest shows up the agency says we really don't want to send her back there um but if you can and i it was so the child was oh, supposed yeah. to come wednesday yeah. yeah and her overnight was tuesday yeah so she came Tuesday, everything was fine. Um, and then we take her back to the office and there they didn't tell us because I personally think they didn't want to guilt us right, into keeping her right, for right and just starting early. Yeah. Um, but we found out that she was sent to another house. We found out that she right. was sent to another house for a respite of her own until okay. she can come and move in with us yeah. while we provide respite because the child that we were providing respite for was a child with special needs. He's a child with autism and he's okay. not potty trained, five years old as well, nonverbal. Yeah. And um, so we knew he was going to be a, a handful. Mm-hmm. So like moving her in that day, we just thought we need to be able to do this well first. Well, since they sent her to that respite, nobody liked that plan. <laughs> nobody right, liked that yeah, plan. She yeah. wasn't okay with it. We weren't, you know, she had just spent these, this, the night with us and, you know, it was enjoyable. She like picked the paint color in her room. Yeah, like yeah. she, I think, was getting her mind ready to say, "Okay, this is where I'm gonna be." Mm-hmm. Um, and and we were as well. And as much as I really wanted to just be like, "Yeah, just move her in," we were like, "We don't even have the space. We don't have a bed for her." And um, so that day, once we found out that she was in that respite, we just decided. You know, we don't want her to be in another home before she comes to us. After yeah. You know, especially with all the moving that she yeah. just did. Especially after she started to bond with us. Yeah, so, so she was only with the other foster parent for what? A, a couple, few hours. A couple of hours. And we just said, just yeah, send her I mean, away. Yeah, let's go get a bed, yeah. you know. And um, we got like an air mattress and the respite stayed in Miles' room. Mm-hmm. Um and um Kaziah, she stayed in her room and that was yeah. our first night. Yeah, and that weekend was It wasn't a, a weekend, lot. babe. It was a week. It was from Wednesday to Sunday. That was <laughs> Wednesday to Sunday. It was a week. It was like five days. You sure? She yes, it was Wednesday because it was his first day of school, which is a Wednesday. It was it was Oh, our wow. respite's first day of school, which was a Wednesday. Wow. And it was my first day of training. So I was with them all by myself. It was my first day of training <laughs> for my summer program. I yeah. teach, of course, but, um, well, not of course, but yeah. for my summer program, I had to do a Wednesday through Friday training for teaching. Yeah. And so my. We already thought, oh, it's gonna be too much for well, you to well, have now, to. Well, now I remember. So, yeah, because that that first day on Wednesday, it was just Miles and our friend's foster son mm-hmm. for majority of the day, and mm-hmm. then that evening, that's when Kaziah came to us. And so that Thursday was the first day with where all three. three of them by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on forgiving you. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be here. I did. I wanted to be here. I was thinking about oh, you man. guys all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful that our respite had school, but uh-huh. that was a half day school and I mean half day summer school and um yeah, I I was thinking about it was hard kinda I mean, oh, oh, yeah, so that was Wednesday because all that stuff was going on. Like, where is she? Who's this respite family? Mm-hmm. I need to go pick her up. Yeah. And then Thursday was a work from home day. Is that right? Or was it Friday? I think. No. Thursday was Thursday. a work from home day. So I was here. Yeah. Friday, you didn't even have to. Friday, I had. I did have to. You did have to. Okay. I went in person on Friday. Yeah. But I only stayed for like a couple of hours so that. Mm. So I was here for a lot of that, actually. Mm -hmm. So you really only had. What? I don't know. (laughs) Well, that that Saturday, I was uh, also by myself for a little bit because you went to um, your friends going away. Oh, that's right. Party. That's right. And that was that was okay. It was a little hectic Mm -hmm. because because I ended up using the restroom or which I don't understand. Yeah, (laughs) I don't get it at all. Um, Yeah, but that weekend was I was so exhausted, Mm -hmm. so man, emotionally, Mm. mentally, Mm. physically exhausted mm-hmm. our friend's foster son i he wasn't a problem it was what i mean he had you, his bogus, we love him we love but him but we can't say he wasn't but a i don't want to go into detail i know yeah. i know um because i, I love our friend's foster son he's, i love him he's, too yeah he's even, yeah, he was. He's yeah. he's he's great person yeah he's a happy kid yeah you know um and but it was just but he was the least of he was the least of our problems <laughs> it was miles and kaziah that yeah. was the bickering back and forth yeah. arguing and just trying to you know upstage d- one another. yeah address them top, and top the other redirect them it was just a lot a lot a lot of like um what is it power control like yeah. fight, fight, fight for power type yeah. of thing um which is much of what we are still kind of yeah we still addressing with them yeah because yeah, i mean this is all new for miles like yeah he has to share his space now yeah like he was the only child for Two years. years, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. You know, we gave him all of our attention. Yeah. And now our attention is split. Mm-hmm. And like our attention I, is not split fairly. That's true. That's that's right. It's 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 um. Oh, she gets most of it right now. Yeah. And not because um. She's more special than he is, or anything like that. But because she needs it, <laughs> like yeah, her she behavior. really needs yeah, it. Yeah. Um, she and these were things we knew going in, but she is uh, very dysregulated, and you know she hasn't had had a routine. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. Um and hasn't had long enough to create a routine with mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. Um, and even since she's been here the last six weeks, we haven't been able to provide one for her. No two weeks have looked the same since she's That's moved in. That's true. That's true. Um, so we don't, I mean, hope, I mean, there's potential for it to get better starting now um, because she'll be, you know, she has a, uh, um, summer program that she's in for the next few weeks um i think it's uh three weeks and then she'll have like a couple weeks off and she'll start kindergarten um but we haven't we've been on vacation we've had you know we that first week she there was a third child that was here yeah (laughs) that other week she didn't have a place to go during the day there wasn't a, a a 
daycare or or right. camp for her yeah. then a week after that was a new camp then the mm. week after that she couldn't go back to that camp because we were on vacation that yeah. week so she yeah. had one day at the other camp so she hasn't had a consistency here either yeah not because of it was it's just because of circumstances yeah um so she hasn't been able to get to a place of rhythm and understanding of how our household works or mm-hmm. what happens when like a lot yeah. of miles's um beginning stages was he started in the middle of a school year mm-hmm. but like he went like online for some of the time then he went in person mm-hmm. um but he was always with he's seen the same faces it was the same times things like that um she didn't she's kind of been in a place where she hasn't gotten to get to that yet right so um that's the that's the update how how has it been for you so far um well just going off what you were just saying i didn't think of that as Mm -hmm. far as the lack of consistency consistency. Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's a very good point that you made so if you think about it in that perspective you could say that she's doing okay um with the um adjustments of you know just dealing with different things from week to week mm-hmm. um so right now how i'm feeling is because i really want the title of this episode um having beef with a five-year-old <laughs> that's <laughs> That's what I wanted it to be, because that's how I feel right now. Like I'm, like I'll be completely transparent. Like right now, I'm struggling to like her. Mm. That's that's <laughs> like I love her, but I'm struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling yeah. to really um, yeah. like her, and yeah, I would say enjoy her mm. uh, because it's something every day, and the tantrums. Mm-hmm. are extreme mm-hmm. is emotionally mentally draining yeah. huh draining i was just yeah saying. yeah it's uh super draining and um and i've seen like how she has affected our family i must first say this i, I want to i'm gonna share this like she's uh because i is a really smart beautiful mm-hmm. um funny girl outgoing girl mm-hmm. um observant imaginative. Very, yes um mm-hmm. like one thing i do like about her is that she enjoys like learning yeah you know i i don't know too many kids that would be say hey can you write words with me mm-hmm. that's what she asked me one day mm-hmm. um so she likes writing stuff she likes drawing which i believe i could be wrong um but I think she might be a good artist. Like, mm. what she's drawing now as a five-year-old. Like, oh, yeah. It's Agreed. decent. Yeah. Agreed. It's decent yeah. for a five-year-old. Yeah. Um, but she is. she has had her sweet moments with us, but it seems like the negative behavior or the bad behavior is outweighing by mm. far the sweet moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a struggle. Um, and yeah, I would say right now I'm just feeling tired, um, and, um, trying to, I would say I'm trying to figure out like how to really address her, love her and, um, serve her best. Um, but she ain't making it easy. <laughs> she ain't making it easy. Um, so it's like, how do I be gracious, loving, um, and at the same time be stern, you know, and just let her know, like, hey, this this is not okay. Like, I understand that you have gone through a lot. Um, and in her situation, she's the opposite of... Um, miles because uh, i she's very well aware of why she's in foster care mm-hmm. like um miles isn't cognitively there um he's not 
I'm not I'm not gonna say that he's not he's uh how would I put it? He uh, has a developmental delay. Yeah, that, he has a, that's what he has been Yeah. Um that's what is on his IEP. That's what we've been told. He has some uh, um, cognitive delays that puts him a bit behind a normal child his age. Yeah. Um, in in ways that are like intuitive or even lead to some questions, which we've seen yeah. lots of growth since he's been here. Yeah. Because before it was like talking to a three year old. Yeah. Um. But he's. We definitely see him catching up. We definitely see him learning more and being more inquisitive and 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 um, asking questions that we didn't know he knew how to ask. So there's. Right. He's definitely seen some some big growth there, yeah. but he still um, isn't operating from a advanced cognitive standpoint. Right. Right. So. In his mind, he's good. Like as long as he's, you know, taken exactly. care of, have you the food have he needs food. to eat, <laughs> like, got his TV and tablet, uh-huh. and he's good to go. Am I full and entertained? Right. <laughs> but Kaziah, she, she's well aware of her situation. She understands why she's in foster care, so she has to emotionally and mentally wrestle with that mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's an effort to meet her where she's at, but at the same time say, hey, like the behavior that you're displaying mm-hmm. is not okay. You're not mm-hmm. getting you're not getting a pass because mm-hmm. you right. you are dealing with this trauma. We are going to be gracious and loving, but this ain't right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, right now I'm just like, this is tiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is tiring. Uh, so like we were saying, like we've had her for a month and a half, and she has hit all three of us yes. multiple times. Yes, multiple times. I, within the first four days of mm. having her, she punched me in my mouth. Mm. Um, it was a situation where it was time to put her in the bath, and she wasn't going for it. She was rebelling big time, so I just decided to. Pick, pick her up, and as we're walking up the stairs, I, I didn't think much of it. I thought she just gonna allow me to take her up the stairs, and she just uh hit me. In the she mouth. balled her fist up. She balled her fist up. Wow! It, it hit me in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it happened, I I, I legit think that You're I shocked. was in shock because mm-hmm. I didn't react. <laughs> I didn't react. I just kept walking up the stairs, and <laughs> I didn't say anything to her when she first hit me, mm-hmm. and I didn't uh, respond until I got her up to her room because mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to sit her down, Which get is situated. God's grace. Yeah, and she's still like acting up, and that's when I snapped because mm-hmm. she just wasn't listening, mm-hmm. you know. And that's when I, I raised my voice and mm-hmm. told her to sit down mm-hmm. and and to get herself together. And she was still acting up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so right now I'm just like, how do I work through this? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I wrestle through this? How can I be better um, for her? Because um, like I said, it's, it's mentally draining. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are you? How are you feeling mm-hmm. right now? Um, also very exhausted. Um, maybe I wouldn't be if I, you know, opted out of work in the summer. But I opted in. We needed the money, so <laughs> I worked. Yes, we did. Um, yes, we did. But I, I just feel like I I got a lot of hat. And I got a lot of uh, plates that I'm trying to keep spinning. Um, so I my experience with Kazaya has been um, similar, where it's it's um, hard to attach. With Miles, I feel like I it didn't take much for me to attach to him. It was really easy. Um, 
probably from first meeting him, mm-hmm. first seeing yeah. him. I didn't have the same experience. I know you didn't, <laughs> but I feel I feel differently. Like that, I love that kid so much. Yeah. He's so enjoyable. Yeah. I love being around yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hardest part is like seeing her hit him. Yes. Yes. See, and, and he like, doesn't hit both, her back. Right. He right. does. We we right. have She's doing great. We have applauded him multiple times and not hitting her back. Miles <laughs> Miles has no problem with um punching back. So like before <laughs> before <laughs> before like without us saying anything to him, like he chose not to hit her yeah, back. So like he own. consciously knows that he can't put his hands on her but we have affirmed him we have said you are doing a good job of not putting your hands on her um so anytime he does choose to put her hand she chooses to put her hands on him he's quick to tell us or or we see it yeah or we see it happening so we correct the behavior right away Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's hard um and a lot of her needs or traumas i don't know how it's gone this long without them being met how is she right. not already yeah. in therapy yeah. how is she not already yeah. in a program like yeah. i don't know how she has gone this long without the services or maybe right. the services were just so sporadic that they can't you know it's not easy for her to get to from where we are but that she doesn't have a counselor or she doesn't have a therapist at all right now is surprising to me for such Mm -hmm. a child. Um, so that is, um, unfortunate. Um, but there's also, I have, I kind of grapple with like the fact that she has come from relatives' homes yeah. or people that yeah. know her or know her, yeah. knew her family members who have, you know, had to pull away, have had yeah. to say she's going to have to go to somebody else's yeah. house. I mean, it's easy to have sympathy for her. It's hard to have empathy for her. Mm-hmm. And we, um, we, just because we try so much to give her you know options choices and it's not good enough and and we have been pretty consistent yeah with our discipline so it's like i would i would say that's the exhausting part because it feels like nothing Mm -hmm. is working Mm -hmm. so it's like man like what do we do yeah you know that's what i told uh, one of my friends today just that we have been trying to and you know some of it is treating her like we did miles mm-hmm. like doing um very similar things like you do something you need a break you, do, yeah. you know you hit automatic break yeah you know automatic timeout. Mm-hmm. um but you know i was able to talk to my friend who also was a um counselor for she worked with some children who gave me some fresh ideas which is helpful mm. um and I think for for us, we kind of reverted to the parenting we've already been doing when we actually have already talked about how we're going to have to parent them, parent them differently. Yeah. Um, and she is someone who you got to get unique with the punishments. <laughs> like you got to get unique with mm-hmm. um, with, you know. Um, how you want to do things with her. So I'm trying to, you know, we have a behavior chart, which we've created. I've created mm-hmm. it with her. Um, just goes out the window. Yeah. When she, when she gets into these modes, you know, it's hard to, to get her mind back on yeah. what her goal yeah. is. Um, I don't, yeah, never mind. Um, there's something I was going to say. Oh, you know what I learned today? Hmm. Riding in the car, listening to Carl and Crew. The the discipline, the dad discipline. Did you hear that? I started listening to it today. I started listening to it this evening. I was gonna say, Rodney needs to hear this. Yeah, like I, I need to see this. I was really interested. He said, uh, "Discipline 
the root word of discipline is disciple. Oh, come on now. Come on. <laughs> like, it's right there in the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, and he said, you can't have a disciple without discipline. Mm. I mean, and that's true. That's real. As for for adults too. Yeah. But you also can't make a disciple without discipline. Yeah, and I like how he said that discipline isn't just punishment. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. He was saying that um, it's the lazy thing to do is just to give punishment. Mm -hmm. He said, but the right thing to do is like sit down with your child Mm -hmm. and. like explain like why such and such is happening and how to like basically like how to work through their behavior mm-hmm. um and, and that's not, what we try to yeah. do and he even confessed he said he was lazy with just giving punishments yeah. and not taking the time to um address things with his kids in mm-hmm. a proper way mm-hmm. um because he was saying one thing where because um, he was talking about the scripture where it says fathers don't provoke your kids yes, to yep, anger. That was so and he was breaking down like to provoke I don't wanna butcher this. But he was saying like to provoke basically means like not being present the way that you need to be present. So mm-hmm. when it comes to disciplining, like it's not just like punishing your child and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's part of provoking your kid because mm-hmm. you're not loving them or disciplining them the way mm-hmm. that they need to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he broke that down, I thought that was um, yeah, really good. Yeah, I heard good. some of this too, actually. Were you in the car as well? Yeah. You were in the car, okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't listen didn't to listen it. listen to the podcast. I listened to it. I started to listen to it when me and Miles was on the way to the park. Oh, today. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to recommend that episode um, for anybody if you listen to Carl and Crew on Moody. Yeah. But what I was thinking about is, is are we provoking Kaziah mm-hmm. by just, well, I'm not, because I'm, I'm like, we have, we have had multiple conversations with yeah. her. We have had family mm-hmm. meetings yes. talking about her behavior. There was a time where we all oh, expressed mm-hmm. how we felt mm-hmm. in relation to her behavior, inclu- including Miles. Like we had Miles yeah. even share, even though his speech is limited. Mm, yeah, he shared. We had even had him share. Yeah, you know how he felt um, in relation to her behavior. Yeah. Um, and you're doing great with that, by the way. Yeah, you are you. trying to be. You you've been the doctor feel of the house. And I appreciate <laughs> it because. When she upsets me, I really can't talk to her. I'm like, honey, I need you. (laughs) Well, even today, I was oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, I was furious. (laughs) I know, I know, furious. Okay, I I, will let y'all know what happened today. So. Me and Miles picked up Kaziah from her summer camp. I left Miles in the car. And so once, you know, I get up to the camp, I get Kaziah, bring her back to the car, and she see she sees that Miles has his tablet. But mm-hmm. the only reason Miles has his tablet is because he had to get his Dupixent shot today. Um it's for his eczema. And he gets these shots monthly, but we decide to give him his tablet just to calm him down because mm-hmm. he hates getting these shots. Mm-hmm. So fast forward back to where I was. Uh, she, she, The moment she sees Miles with his tablet, she has an issue. Mm-hmm. She starts saying it's not, it's not fair. It's not right. He shouldn't have the tablet, and that she should have the tablet. Mm-hmm. But if she can't have the tablet, he can't have mm-hmm. the tablet at all. Mm-hmm. Now she didn't say that last part, but that's how she, that's what she was thinking. That's her belief. Yeah. So she had an issue with it, and so I'm trying to get her in the car, put her seatbelt on. She's refusing to put her seatbelt on. I was like, I'm not gonna fight this battle right now. We're only ten minutes away from the house, so let's just go. I start driving. She's still whining. She's still fussing. It's then she miles. starts to hit miles. And so I get on her about her behavior and what she's doing. She still fusses. She's still whining. She hits miles again. That's when I raise my voice. Mm-hmm. 
and tell her that she you know she needs to stop what she is doing. And so she's still whining. She's still fussing. Then she starts to hit me. Mm. Hitting me in the back of my head mm. and also kicking me as she is kicking the chair. So she's kicking the chair and then she's kicking me. Mm. <laughs> and so I pull over and I'm raising my voice. I'm going off. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying any cuss words or anything like that. When I say I'm going off, I'm just telling her that her behavior isn't right and. You know, it's basically not cool. Like what she's doing, what she's doing is not right. Um, and so I pull off again. She goes back to hitting Miles. Mm. Just kept hitting them, wouldn't stop. And so that's when I grabbed her and pulled her away from Miles. Mm. And so that's when she decides to sit back in her seat. Because so remember, she wouldn't put her seatbelt on. Mm. So she sits back in her seat. And so. I'm driving again, and then she starts to hit me again. Mm. And so this time, like, I'm stopping in the middle of the street. Like, I'm not stopping at a stop sign. There's no traffic light. I just stop in the middle of the, of the street because her behavior was too much. So I grab her. Like, she's sitting directly behind me. So I have to reach around, grab her, and bring her to the front uh, seat, the front passenger seat. And so at this time, at this point, we're, what, three, four minutes away from the house. And so I'm still trying to hold her from, and she's like, cause she's still trying to kick me. She's still mm-hmm. trying to hit me. She's biting my hand because she don't want me holding her down. And you're still driving the car. And I'm still driving the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still driving the car. Mm-hmm. And so I get to our house and I have to grab her and I'm carrying her into the house from the car all the way up to her room. And I'm putting her, uh, and we put her in, uh, Time out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, just going back to like what Carl was saying as far as like it, it's lazy to just punish them. Like we've had multiple uh, conversations with her and mm-hmm. explaining like how we feel mm-hmm. when her behavior is like that, when it gets yeah. to that point, because... The moment she gets upset, it's like there's no turning back. There's like, I'm not calming down right now. I'm finna go crazy. Do you remember how the psychologist shared with us how she loves the Hulk? And um, I don't even remember. I ain't... Yeah, that was the psychologist. Oh, she loves the Hulk. And um, I think he reminds her of herself. You think so? Or inspires her. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I think even a hawk practices self control. I mean, I, th- I think there was times where he struggled to. Here's, a, here's my question Is the Hulk a hero or a villain? He's a hero. He's a part of. Is that is, is that Marvel? Yeah, that's Marvel. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a hero. He's not a villain. How would one know that? Because he fights with the Marvel crew. Okay. Yeah. So just the way that he transforms. This is the way like, that he transforms. I think it once seems he like he's. Well, you made me mad now. Everybody out. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm angry now. Buildings oh, are getting thrown. When I, I uh, excuse us for the Marvel nerves that man, you uh, have a problem with your R's, babe. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel nerds. Marvel nerds. (laughs) Excuse us for you guys that do know the history. But I do believe like once he first became the Hulk, like he did struggle to control himself. But later on, like he learned that self-control to not just, you know, but he's a, he's a hero. You know, like he's not a villain. He's not like Mm. out to, but, um, yeah, because like, we talked about this. Like We believe that she just loses all control Like when she gets upset. Like she just goes crazy <laughs> like with no restraint, you know? And her natural instinct is to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like she's either yelling at you or she's looking to hit you. Or throwing something. Or throwing something. Because earlier this week, um, or it might have been just yesterday, where her and today's Monday. 
What's today? Today Monday? Mm-hmm. Today is Monday? Mm-hmm. Man, I see. I don't get my days mixed up. That's, <laughs> that's how tired we are. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what day it was exactly. But her and Miles were... Um, uh, they got into it over, over over something small, and Miles was trying to tell on her about something. And he's speaking in a calm voice, mm. and she just yells at him mm. like, "No, I didn't do that." You know, mm. I'm like, and I addressed it right away. I was like, "You don't have to yell. Mm. He's not yelling at you. Like mm-hmm. he's right now, he's speaking in a calm voice, and mm-hmm. you're yelling for no reason." Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think she does that to get her point across, or to I don't know, mm-hmm. to stop him from telling on her mm-hmm. but but she also does what it does mm-hmm. too because like when we try to address her on something she raises her voice and mm-hmm. like and and say whatever it's yeah. just uh impulse her yeah. first response is fight yes her first uh. response mm-hmm. um and it's yeah it's related to her trauma for sure mm-hmm. um but if you if you are um a person who has um seeing a lot of that type of stuff like mm-hmm. and you don't see somebody addressing you and you calmly responding mm-hmm. oh thank you for that feedback no way <laughs> get out of my face <laughs> you know like uh-huh. so it, it's it's when you're five like you don't have to teach them they 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 learn anyway yeah Hey, okay, I was just, I was just thinking like it's adults that get offended when you, you know, choose to address some something. You know, some adults can handle it in a mature way, and it's other adults that, you know, get offended and go crazy. Like even mm-hmm. if you're coming at them with truth mm-hmm. and you're doing it in an honest way, mm-hmm. like their their response might not always be the best. Mm-hmm. So with Kazai, even though we're giving her a safe space to talk. It's still, like you were saying, like her first response is to fight. Mm-hmm. Like when we addressed her with the whole counselor situation. Mm-hmm. So at her um, day camp, she hit a counselor. <laughs> In the face. In the face. And she goes right for it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> In the face. And the reason why she hit her counselor in the face is because they They didn't didn't play play her her song. Yeah, they didn't well it wasn't that they weren't gonna play their her song. They didn't play it fast enough. Her song I guess they gave the kids the uh, the uh, they gave them a choice of what song they wanted to listen to and because I don't know when her song was gonna come up in a rotation, but because her song wasn't, yeah, yep, yep. Since her song wasn't played when she wanted it to be played, she hit a counselor in the face. Mm -hmm. And so we addressed that situation, but it wasn't like we were coming at her in a demeanor that was like putting her down, like we weren't like in her face, like, I can't believe you did that, blah, 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 like that's terrible. We were like, do you remember? Yes. It was just like a, a like a conversation that we wanted to have with her. Like we was trying to give her a safe space to explain herself and she instantly called. I don't know uh, what you're talking yep, about. She raised her voice right away. <laughs> raised her voice right away. And the more we tried to talk about it, the angrier she got. Yes. And so it so got to a point. Yeah, you weren't even about to get one. Yep. But yep. um but yeah, I think um, it's just gonna. Be, if we don't know what's gonna happen in this case, uh, but it's gonna be a long journey for sure mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. yeah, with her, it's gonna be long. I mean, cause she's not even in school yet. Right, right. But that's the thing. Like, it seems like she be besides the incident of. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> Besides the incident of punching the counselor in the face, like, was there anything else outside of that? There probably was. They just honestly, they yeah. like I don't see how cause she could be there that long and there not be. Yeah. Um, but that was what they chose to tell us about. Yeah. Like I think there's so many things when you're, um, when you're working with kids, you, I mean, a lot of things you try to deal with in house so that yeah. like. You're not a um, 
You're not defenseless like a, a type of leader yeah. that every time you do something, I'm going to go tell your parents. Yeah. Um, they also knew about her her behavior um, yeah. chart as well. Um, and so I, I would guess they were trying to make sure she gets that as well. Like, mm-hmm. and there was one day, you know, she didn't like make it. She didn't, they said, okay, out of the week, she had like three out of four good days, but it doesn't mean she had all good moments on those good days. Yeah. It just means like either in comparison or the offenses weren't big enough for us to pull her mm-hmm. from getting whatever the prize was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's just gonna be. She's gonna be a lot. I mean, um, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, she is probably gonna take some time for her to learn how to communicate her feelings um, when given a safe space to communicate herself. Because all she knows right now, like you said, is to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's yelling, throwing. Or um, hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for ourselves, like, we don't know if we're disciplining her right. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know if, you know, putting her in a room for timeout is triggering something because oh, of I her past. It is. Yeah. The way she reacts to a timeout. Yeah. It so. is triggering. She has shown signs of separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. And for a kid with separation anxiety, too separate them yeah it's like torture um which one of my friends um francesca i'm just saying her name because i was talking her day so francesca suggested something called time in which is a time out with the parent in the room Mm -hmm. and they still have the timer and it's still a calm calm Mm -hmm. break and everything but they can't talk to you Mm -hmm. or interact with you that might be an option that We'd want to try. Do you think that work? That will work with Kaziah. We can try it. Uh, I'm trying to think about if we have done something in that capacity already. But I do feel like is that any discipline for like is that any like maybe I'm thinking punishment. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, cause. When we are in her presence and she's not getting her way, mm. she resorts to hitting. That is true. That's yeah. a good point. So, like, why would I be in a room with you yeah. and you're hitting me? That's yeah. that's actually that. That's I do the opposite. I say, yeah. if you've put your hands on me, I have to leave the space because it's yeah. no longer safe. Yeah. If you're gonna be unsafe, you you go into the the room without people, yeah. so you're not hurting others. Uh-huh. Um. But I mean, like, of course, we wouldn't allow her to be unsafe to herself. Like, yeah, she, which she is to an extent, she says like verbal things to herself, which isn't helpful. Like, oh, I'm, stu- I'm a crybaby, is what she was saying. Uh, why me. don't nobody love me or yeah. like me? Yeah, she says all of those things. But I don't, I think part of that is possibly manipulative because I, I sometimes it might I, be. Sometimes, sometimes she says stuff to get us in the room. Get a rise. Like yeah, for sure. I like today. Like I need to go to the bathroom. When she already went to the bathroom, yeah, yeah. you know I need to get this. Why yeah. won't you let me go to the bathroom? You guys yeah. don't like me. Yeah, which she knows isn't the case. Yeah. We expressed to her that yeah. that isn't true. Yeah. Well, yeah. at the beginning of this podcast. What? Well, <laughs> I'm not so sure. Well, you, I like this child. <laughs> I wanted a girl. You, uh, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, um, of course. Yeah, but it's 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 hurtful. It's uh it's sad to know that you know she's mentally wrestling with different things, and a lot of her hurt and pain is bleeding out onto mm. us. You know, um, and we gotta deal with that. Mm. You know, we gotta wrestle with that um along with her you mm-hmm. know um so it's just it's just emotionally and mentally draining mm-hmm. so um so definitely yeah so it is but and it's all there's always this, there's of course the spiritual component this could also just be for me the devil's way to pull me out of god's 
like side like i need to be clinging to him but i'm just yeah. so exhausted that i'm yeah. like man i am too tired to read my bible mm-hmm. i like am worried and like i i haven't had the devotion time that i should have and like this is really the time to do it you yeah. know i need to be plugged into the source i need to be plugged into god as much as i can because yeah. that's probably why i'm so exhausted yeah. Not having the the energy that he gives. Yeah, and I was gonna say, um, you know, before we wrap this up, um, there has been some 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 really good moments, some sweet moments. There was one day where she hugged me and said that I'm gonna be hers um, mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has done some sweet things. I also like her curiosity mm-hmm. um, in God. Um, mm-hmm. She has asked some good questions, like. Uh, Today, this morning, she saw me um, reading my Bible, and um, I was explaining to her what it means to be a Christian and to believe in Jesus. And she said something like, basically like, I think I'm butchering what she said, but the point she was making was, why do we need to accept Jesus into our hearts when we're already his children? That's a good question. That's a five-year-old. That's a five-year-old. That mm. is a good observation. Like, mm. I ain't even thinking that myself, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm. I explained to her that, yes, we were all created by God, but not everybody is pursuing God mm. or not everybody is following what God wants them or to do. Yeah, so... Anybody that wants to pursue God has to accept Jesus mm-hmm. into their heart and believe that Jesus is their savior mm-hmm. and go from there. Mm-hmm. But that was, I mean, she asked some really good questions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's, I didn't even think of that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wants to know. She yeah. To yeah. Know. And she enjoys reading her little kid um, Bible, Bible. books mm-hmm. um, at night. Um yeah, she wants to know the stories. Yeah, she wants sure. to know the stories. Like and she's then very even curious. when you guys were praying, you're going to tell that story about, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Okay. When you were praying and she's like, oh, can I talk to God? Yeah. And then she said, God, and looked at you and was like, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good moment. And there, yeah, there, there are good moments. Just like with Miles, I think those good moments will come more often. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And, 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 that's a, and I would say Miles is trying to be like the. Um, He's trying to make it all better. He is. He is. He trying is. To, he's trying he to is. be a peacemaker, which I'm Yeah, he, that, that's the word I was looking for, a peacemaker. peacemaker for sure. Yeah, because when he sees us getting on Kaziah, yeah. he tries to step in. Like, the moment we put it in time, like, we put it in time out today, he, both, he gave both of us a hug. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like I told you today, um, there was a day where Kaziah was acting up, and you know she had an attitude, and so he gave her his, his calm down chart. Yeah. yeah so Miles um, has a calm down chart, which he don't he don't, he don't need, need anymore. He don't need anymore. This was yeah. created when. He his behavior it. was bad, yeah. but his beha- his behavior wasn't as nearly as bad. When he was bad. emotionally yeah. dysregulated as yeah. well. Yeah, he wasn't. I'll say bad behavior. I'll say emotionally yeah. dysregulated. Yeah, he wasn't as dysregulated mm-hmm. as um, oh Kaziah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm gr- I'm just so grateful for how far he's come. I'm yeah, so yeah. And I, it, it might be God just kind of showing us a before and after, like yeah, because some of the things were this bad, but and well, He never put a hole in the door. He never. <laughs> he, he was in that same room. He yeah, never put a hole in the door. Yeah, uh, but he did grab your hair like Kaziah grabbed yeah. your hair. Yeah. She, no, he didn't grab her my hair like Kaziah grabbed my hair. Cause uh, the difference was she grabbed my hair with authority. Mm. She was 
grabbing to say, oh, come in here with me. Oh, come on. Oh, my gosh. Yes, she did. Which was like, I mean, it was mid-tantrum and it was, and so that was because, you know, I left the room because she was being physical. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting outside of her room door talking mm-hmm. to yeah. Um, the other one, and that's when that happened with him. He was like trying to get something out of my hands. He's trying to get something for me, so he was trying everything, and that was something that he went to. And the same thing, I need, I needed yeah. to to leave the room. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. His. Uh, yeah. His. Now that we have, cause I, I look at my situation like, man, I was a breeze. Mm. <laughs> That was a breeze. Even mm-hmm. though it was a bit harder for me when we first got Miles, I'm looking at it like, man, this is nothing mm-hmm. uh, compared to what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also the other disturbing thing where it's like we got into a nice flow with mm-hmm. Miles. <laughs> and like this is how I explained it to um, my boy, uh, Jovan. It's like... I try to be safe with it and not say anything crazy, but it's like somebody placed a smoke bomb in a crowd and like everybody's like going crazy, like, oh my gosh. Like, that's kind of like how it feels. Like, Kazaya um, coming in and just like disrupting mm. everything. And mm. it's like disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace. Mm. Ludicrous. Um, Ain't that th- wasn't that they did? Yes, it yeah. is. Yes, it is. I was trying not to stay on it too long. Um, so, and that's, it's, yeah, it's like, dang, you messed up the flow. Like, we mm. had, like, we had it made, and it's like, in a way, we're starting over, but with us it starting is. over, it's a bit harder. Yeah. You harder know? To, yeah. Harder to start over with one and maintain with the other. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, we can go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to continue uh, this conversation because we still want to talk about our journey in pursuing, yeah, in pursuing um, foster care and how we are currently at, or we currently have, you know, two kids in our home with uh, two and a half years under our belt with being. Um, foster parents. Um, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't use that analogy. I think of like, um, going from a lake to an ocean. Like being on a lake, it's like you can see the end. Like it's it's uh, contained. It never gets too crazy. Uh-huh. And then we move to an ocean where the waves are unpredictable. Uh-huh. And uh, but but we're even to stay but even boat. you can anticipate the waves. Like it was the ocean. Hmm? In the ocean, you in a way you can anticipate the waves. Mm, kinda, but like we're in the boat and it's we were late on it. Like we we're, mm. we're in we're in this boat mm. and we should have got out already. Like you know, like yeah. we, the waves were a surprise to us in in this mm. situation. And, and we they, need Jesus to stop. And the we're storm. just trying to get to the shore. I feel like Jesus Let's sleeping find right the now. Shore. Let's take a little break right <laughs> here. Jesus, what you doing? Wake oh, up! <laughs> don't you care about him? Wake up, Jesus! That's a good story. Where I like you that at? Story a lot, actually. Uh huh. I like that one. Yeah. Jesus sleep on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to our update. Yeah. See you guys soon. That's it. (laughs) Pray for us. Yeah, pray for us. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. See y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the 7th of June podcast. We are truly grateful for your support. We hope we were able to enlighten you, entertain you, but most of all, encourage you. If you would like to reach us, email us at 7th of June podcast at gmail.com. That's the number 7th of June podcast at gmail.com. If you like what you heard today, please share the show with seven of your closest friends. Catch new episodes on the 7th and 27th of every month.